boy, you recognize that sound just about anywhere. And either, either you see a, an expanse of outer space or you wait for Elvis to hit the stage. <laughs> one, one of the two, which kind of sets the stage. We'll say, we'll say it sets the stage for our discussion today on Fresh Tracks with David Herzrud. What direction are we headed with this little hint of music that we're starting with? Well, I thought that we needed to check out some what I would call otherworldly sonic adventures, I guess you want to call them that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have some very bold and intrepid listeners. And and I thought it would be wonderful to play some music uh, that is really totally and completely unique. The first album we have is from Anoni and the Johnsons. Uh, the album is called My Back Was a Bridge for You to Cross. It must change. It must change. It must change. It must change. This is her first album since 2016. She has this multiple octave tremulous voice that just is almost impossible for you to put out of your mind. I just love listening to it. it it's so unique, and so different, and very warm, I would say. One of her inspirations was Marvin Gaye's classic protest song, What's Going On? She has always been someone who has made commentaries on social political, environmental issues, addressed them through her music, which I think is, is absolutely wonderful. And you take a look at it, one of her biggest champions early on was Lou Reed, which uh, gives you an idea of where her music is coming from. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about her music because I thought this is a type of artist where you need to hear it. You're open to listen to so many different type of things and search worldwide. To, to find music to enjoy. How do you make this style of music a commercial success? The first thing you have to have is you have to have champions like Lou Reed, okay. who will go out and promote the artists and make sure that they can find a label deal somewhere. You always are continually reading about an artist who really doesn't find a home until they're in their 30s or 40s or, mm -hmm. or, or even later. I find, particularly for me, it, it, it's one of the reasons why I like public radio, particularly the rock stations, because they play so much different type of music, music that you're not ex exposed to on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are 100,000 songs added to streaming every single day. I mean, how do you get through that? Uh -huh. It's almost impossible, so you have to, you know, have, have somebody that can curate it for you. That's what I like about, you know, public radio stations, because you're going to hear things that you're probably not going to hear anywhere else. You hit on the key word, and that's a curator. Then, with my time with public radio, ran across a program 
called Music from the Hearts of Space. I love to listen to what I call music that plays in the background, mm -hmm. what I call a musical cleansing. For example, one of the things that I hope that we do here on Fresh Tracks is introduce people to new and different music that they're probably not going to hear if they're punching the buttons on their AM or FM radio. Well, I think we're headed down that path. Let's talk about Sigur Rós. The album is Atta, and where are these people from? Well, they're from Iceland. Believe it or not, they've been around since 1994, and this is their eighth album. I tell people, if you aren't familiar with the band, you should be. Personally, I think they are probably one of the most totally unique bands in the world. It's kind of ethereal music that they that is sung in Icelandic, but they have this non-linguistic vocalization that they call vonanesca. Vonanesca. Yeah. Okay. The lead singer for Sigur Rós is, goes by the name Jonesy. Uh, John Z, depending on uh, okay. how you want to take a look at the pronunciation. He sings in a falsetto that I find unbelievable. And they've gone through eight albums. Each one, in my opinion, has been better than the one before. Music is complex, and on this particular album, they added a 32-piece orchestra. The interesting thing about Sigur Rós's albums, talked a little bit a couple times ago about Paul Simon's uh, Seven Psalms, his mm -hmm. latest album, 33 minutes long. He specifies needed to be uh, listened to in one sitting. Don't go from song to song. Listen to the whole album. Atta is 56 minutes long. I guess for lack of a better term, I would call it a sonic journey that uh, should be heard in a single setting. It's a kind of music that I think you would totally enjoy, and I think mm -hmm. our listeners would enjoy. Maybe it's the kind of thing that uh, after a hard day at the office or, you know, you just need to put something on and just take that sound bath mm -hmm. or musical cleansing. When we talked about Seven Psalms being a 33-minute one song album and now you're talking about Ada. I thought well this was brand new then it occurred to me one of my my favorites side B of Abbey Road was basically one track with all the songs together but that's a different approach and it's fun listening I like that idea where they're asking you to invest in it with a little more time before we get done we're a few weeks away from the passing of Tony Bennett but tell me why you liked him so much well he was a great entertainer, but he was also a class act. I mean, a, a wonderful human being. You never heard anybody say a really a bad word about him. And particularly the musicians, the artists, all the people he worked with over the years. I thought he was something special. For example, I don't think there was a singer who didn't record Fly Me to the Moon in the 60s. 
But the first time I heard Tony Bennett sing it, it was different. He had an ability to take a song like that and make it sound like you were hearing it for the first time. And let me play among the stars. The first thing that comes to my mind is Left My Heart in San Francisco. Oh, absolutely. And I've, I've looked at that a little closer, and I love the way that that song itself is constructed because you don't know if the love of his life is the city or if it's a woman that lives in the city. In other words, to, to me, that's that's the identity connection. But his treatment to his song is uh, nothing like it. Gonna miss it. I'm so glad that the Lady Gaga album happened because I think it said a lot about Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. She didn't need to do it. He didn't need to do a duet with her. It was like two plus two equals six. And he did quite a bit of duets with various people and they were all exceptional. His warmth, his character always came through, and I just think he brought out the best in the people he worked with. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The other special thing about music, I think everyone knows, late in his career, Tony Bennett was having memory issues. But isn't it amazing? And Glenn Campbell was the same way, who was struggling with memory issues, but when they begin to sing, and you put the combination of words and music together, it all comes back. I mean, and that's the beauty of the form, yeah. of the art. Yeah. David Herzrud is our musical guide as always. Take a sonic journey, enjoy the music of Anoni and the Johnsons. My back was a bridge for you to cross. And Sigur Rós, the music from Iceland on the album Ada. And let's, uh, let's close it out and fly away with Tony Bennett. Thanks, David. What a beautiful way to end the show. Mm -hmm.